listener production. Just a couple of happy boys popping out a daily podcast. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Well, you'll be happy to know today, Matt O'Kine, um, after we had a little chat yesterday where, you know, someone took issue with your stance on hydrogen as a viable future option <laughs> for transport. Don't worry today, we've got another person who wants to grill you. <laughs> I mean, what is, what's going on here? feel like a little bit of bloody Brazilian rump cap, just absolutely un- under the flames. <laughs> it's not fair. Quit it with the chimichurra, okay? Don't need this kind of sauce um, for a Friday. We should be hanging out. It's a weekend, baby. Well, we will be. It's all We always love to hang out with you on a Friday as well, getting your correspondence for Mailbag, which would be really, really nice. So should we just dive on in? Yeah, let's do it. This is Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Hope you're having a good one. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Well, Matt, it's been a little while since we've had this segment, but our DMs are always open. So if you've something that might fit, please get in touch. Matt.and.alex. I'm very pleased to say that justice is about to be done because it's time for another Matt and Alex... The people are real. The cases are real. Petty. This is Matt Analysis, Low Court of Australia. That's yes. right. It is the Low Court of Australia normally, but today we're going uh, all the way to Europa, Alex Dyson. That's right. Uh, this podcast goes around the world, and we've had a listener from Norway get in touch with a quite a petty gripe, which he wishes to bring to the court's Attention, it's a big g'day to Lockie. G'day, Lachlan. G'day, guys. How you going? Good. Thanks, Lachlan. Now, uh, let's cut to the chase, mate. We actually know each other, okay? And I got the uh, got the message through, passed on to me from our producer, Bron, that someone who I, well, at least once called a friend has now decided to file a charge against me personally in this low court, do you want to explain what your grievance is, Lachlan? Uh, well, it all kind of stems to a little while ago. Um, a cousin messaged me, and she was like, do you know Matt uh, from Matt and Alex? And I said, yeah, why? And she said, oh, he's uh, just mentioned that you're, you're his worst enemy. Um, oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought that was pretty harsh, and I had no idea what it was about. And then uh, I think I messaged Matt, and he was like, yeah, that was from, uh, you know, back in the day when we were playing soccer in uh, grade 12, because we played soccer together. Mm. He was a goalkeeper, and uh, I was a sweeper defender, and uh, Matt Matt let in a goal from the other goalkeeper. Oh, uh, damn. Okay, so this is pretty big stuff. Matt, Matt, you've never been the defendant in the low court before, and now you're up on charges from what stems from, it looks like, the uh, a soccer match back in the day. Can you tell us the charge you're hoping to get a guilty verdict from today? Okay, okay. Lock, can Lachlan? we just say, all right, he was the defender at Wait, Brisbane You don't need State to defend High. yourself until you know what charges yeah. you're up against, mate. You've got the right to remain silent. Okay, uh, Lockie, okay, yep. what do you yeah, want to charge Lockie... Matt with? Well, the point is, he's blaming me for the goal, and uh, there's absolutely no way that I'm going to take any responsibility for it. Mm. I mean, you know, when you think about it, the talk after the game was, oh, their goalkeeper scored against our goalkeeper. It wasn't their goalkeeper scored against our defender. One of our defenders. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right there. So um, I, I would say defamation, 
Matt's been accused of defaming your good name for the fact that he led in a goal as a kick-out from the opposition's goalkeeper. Yep, defamation of the highest degree, I would say. Okay, okay, you want to talk about the highest degree? Let's talk about how high the soccer ball was that was kicked by the goalkeeper on that particular afternoon, all right? That's exactly why I let it go past, because I didn't want to hit it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You're supposed to be putting your body on the line. The last line of defence, it's supposed to be going to you. You're supposed to head the ball, mate. You're not supposed to duck when it comes your way. Yeah, well, I may have ducked a little bit, but, mm. you know, I figured Matt's back there. He's got it coming. <laughs> Well, he is the only one on the team allowed to use his hands, um, which is a pretty important part of it as well there, I'd say, Lachlan. And the thing is, it was well known that this goalkeeper could drop kick the whole deal. (laughs) Everybody knew this before the game. Mm. If you think I'm going to lie down and take this, mate, I haven't kept this grudge for 20 years for no reason, all right? (laughs) I have carried this around with me. Mate, when I catch a plane, they ask me if I want to check in this baggage. You know, that's how much... (laughs) I've been carrying this around. So don't you come on my podcast. (laughs) Buddy, tell me Mm. what's up. Let's go into the pain and suffering side (laughs) of your case here, Lachlan. After being, you know, called out as a worst enemy, how has this affected you and your life? To be honest, I hadn't actually really thought about it since high school. uh, Because in my mind, it was just obvious that it was uh, Matt's responsibility. Mm. But... uh, Obviously, he's been carrying it around. Because didn't the ball bounce and then go over your head, Matt, and then into the back of the net? Okay, this is how I saw it play out, all right? From the other end of the field, the, the goalkeeper has booted it, all right? Now, it's swirling in the air, absolutely swirling. It looked like Dorothy that had been picked up with in the bloody cyclone of Oz, all right? Mm. So it's, it's, it's going everywhere, and it's get, I'm telling you, it was one of the highest kicks I've ever seen, all right? Lachlan, my last line of defense, the sweeper, okay, is steadying himself underneath it. Now, it was of my opinion that Lachlan was going to head it, okay? Now, the argument comes into play here that if the did the ball sail over Lachlan's head or did he, in fact, dodge the ball? Now, I remember a little shoulder duck <laughs> and a little bit of the head going down, the ball bouncing, it then sailed over my head into the goal, followed by many a gasp from the audience of parents <laughs> around me saying, oh, my God. I literally heard people saying, can you believe it? <laughs> right? So <laughs> then Lachlan and I looked at each other. I threw my hands up, and that was basically the end of my goalkeeping mm. career. Okay? So, yes, I, I have carried this around. Yeah, so you were fine with it. You, you were thought, you know, Matt, mistakes happen. Goalkeepers leading goals all the time. Not everyone has clean sheets all the time. Um, uh, yep. I'm going to move on with my life. But then suddenly this comes out of the woodwork. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he called me out. I didn't have any heads up about it or whatever. No so, right of uh, reply. No, no. Please. All right. All well, right. Lucky, you're a brave man trying to jump on board and argue this case with me. But Alex Dyson is the judge today. And what do we think, Dyson? Well, I reckon the verdict is, when it comes to the soccer, now I played, soccer was one of the first sports I ever played. This is big. This is like 20 years in the the making. (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually nervous. The goalkeeper in soccer is the last line of Mm defence. Okay, so that you are there to stop things no matter what happens in front of you and you've got to be in a good position what you don't want to be is in 
no man's land. Because no man's land is a place where no man wants to be. And yet it is their land. The land in which no man inhabits, no man wants to be. It is their land. Uh, by the sounds of things, regardless of whether you ducked or not, okay, whether you squibbed it or it, the wind just took it over your head, Lockie, it does not It does not take away or exonerate the responsibility of the goalkeeper being on his line or catching the ball as it comes down. The goalkeeper is always the one directing traffic. You've got to be talking to people, talking to them. And so whether or not you did it right, I think well, that's not the tr- case we are prosecuting here today. The prosecution is the defamation. And of that matter, kind, you are guilty, all right? Oh, and God, you should have well. been the last line of defence, no matter. We can prosecute yeah. another case, whether yeah. it was defended or not. You should have been there to cover your teammates, whether they kill it or make a mistake, and you weren't there. Look, you are guilty. The goal was scored. The I parents were correct. Admit, what are the odds? I will admit, I caught a one-way ticket to bloody no man's land, all right? And I'm still there. Okay, I'll admit that. But yeah, I'm glad that you admitted a little duck yeah. on, on national podcast. Yeah. Well, that's I'll, good. I'll give you that. All right. Well, but, but it looks like a, f- a, a few a 20 years in the mating has, has come to a truce. Truce. It's, it's now a nil-all draw between the two, and we can shake hands, swap jerseys, and head back to the locker rooms. Thank you very much, Lachlan, for joining us live from Norway today. We will catch you later. No problem. Have a good one. And Matt O'Kine, it's bloody hit the showers, mate. Can I at least get some orange quarters? <laughs> well, Matt, you can see there is a distinct... Lack of doctors around the Matt Nally's podcast studio. Is that because none of us studied medicine at university? <laughs> That's because not a single medicinal person works in podcasting <laughs> in this building. Uh, but it's also because love nomin on an apple. Do ya? Yeah. Tell can. you what, I've been I've been eating a few more apples than I used to because uh, Sophia, mm. they're great for the kids. Keeps them very occupied as you do the rounds in the trolley mm. at the supermarket. Oh, you would have also been, you know, obviously have the Google alert set up for Apple News. And did you see that the Louis Vuitton of apples is about to come out of WA? The skin has a deep shade of purple. It has a striking crisp white flesh. It is called the Bravo apple and it looks and tastes like no other on the Australian supermarket shelf. So it's a purple apple. It's like a deep purple. Because we've got the red, we've got the green. We've got the red delicious sorted. Okay. Mm. And we've got the green apples. We've got the golden. So now we've got the purples. Yeah. The... And and so and so um are rappers gonna start rapping about this? <laughs> <laughs> you know. Well, that's a big question. If you've made it, you you get rapped about. I think it's gonna be up there with the henny. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The, the Henny and the Bravo. Got my Louis Vuitton on. Yeah. It's a good Arvo <laughs> as I crunch down on my purple Bravo. <laughs> purple Bravo. Um, but I thought in, in lieu of this, Bron sent through this, this topic, Bron, and I mentioned to you about one of the first games I ever played on radio when I was a, a weekend breakfast host, a lowly weekend breakfast host. Every week I'd come up with some games. Mm. One was called Go Tell It on the Mountain where two contestants had to name a mountain back and forth until someone couldn't think of one. Okay. Um, there was one called um, uh, Textual Positions, which is I'd read out. Remember like when you had to do it on a phone with numbers on it instead of like a full keyboard? Oh, yeah. I'd read out a set of numbers that when typed out would do a sex position. 
the name of a sex position. <laughs> so like missionary is like six, five, seven, seven, <laughs> five, so, you know, like that. But there was another game called Apple Turnover. Oh. Okay. Okay. Which, you know, since then I would describe as the drop that coin of fruit. <gasps> and so we're going to play Apple Turnover for you right now with some happy contestants. Are you ready to go? Let's do it. Let's bring them in. Kylie is joining us today. G'day, Kylie. Hello. Are you ready to play Apple Turnover? I think so. I don't know what it is. Well, right. let's see who you're no one, playing opposite. No one does. Ooh. Danny is joining us as well from the home of the Bravo Apple WA. G'day, Danny. G'day, boys. Now, Danny, do you know your apples inside out? Um, well, that's the first I've heard of this delicious Bravo, so let's go with a no. Okay. All right. All right. Well, you're about to because I have three different varieties of apple in the studio in front of me, okay? I'm going to take a bite out of each one, and it's up Ooh. to you, both of you, to correctly identify from the crunch of the apple and the piercing of the flesh what variety I am consuming. Are you ready for this? Yep, let's do it. We've got the first one here. Um, are you ready to just listen closely to this crunch? Yes. Okay, here we go. Apple number one. Ooh. I mean, I can tell you right now, I'm looking at the apple and I can't tell you what that is. <laughs> but I don't know. All right. We're going to go with you first, Kylie. What do you think that was? Sounded pretty crispy to me. Um, I do enjoy apples, so I'm going to say, was it a jazz apple? A jazz. Jazz. Ooh, Playing a bit okay. of jazz with your you, apple. What about you, Danny? I'm going to go to the old trusty classic Granny Smith. Okay. Do we have an answer? It is a pink lady. Oh, the okay. old pink lady, a nice sweet one. Pretty good price these days. I think I saw them for about two ninety nine at the shops last night. But that's number one, both on zero. Let's see if we can get it for Apple number two in Australia's, I think we're up to about eighth favourite game now, <laughs> <laughs> Apple turnover. Apple number two, here it is. Let's go. Whoa. Okay, I almost got squirted with apple juice just then. <laughs> So if that gives you any that idea about one. how juicy this apple was, honestly, I almost got sprayed. Mm. Apple number two. Kylie? Um, I'm just trying to think of what other ones. What about a um, Fuji? Okay, that's... Fuji uh, and yourself, Sunny. I'm going to go with a Honeycrisp. Whoa, I don't even know what a Honeycrisp is. Are you Googling apples right now? No, I'm, I'm sitting in the car in the rain, mate. I wish. Oh, my God. Honey, i got to find out what these Honeycrisps are. Wow, Honeycrisp sounds pretty delicious. Uh, it was, you should stuck with your first answer, Danny. It was a Granny Smith. Um, Who was the original Granny Smith? I looked this up, actually, recently. Mm. Originated in 1868 in Australia, by the way. Wow. It is named after Maria Ann Smith. Good on who, you, Granny Smith. Uh, who, who, who bred it, basically, in her farm. There you go. Well, um, good on you, Granny Smith. We're going to go with apple number three, an apple turnover. This is the apple. I'm going to give it a bit of a crunch, and you tell me which what it is. Oh, my gosh. That was loud. Mm -hmm. All right, Kylie, what do you think? And look, I'm, you know, can I give some clues? Do your answers, and then we'll give you a clue if you can't get it. Okay. Let's go, <laughs> Kylie. Um, uh, the Bravo. 
Bravo. And Danny, what do you think? I'll go classic uh, Red Delicious. Well, we can let you know that it is a red apple, but it is bordering on a deep purple. It's the Bravo apple! Oh, oh my God! God. in the studio, and you've got it correct, Kylie. Congratulations. You have won Apple Turnover. Yay! I I'm didn't realize so the Bravos. I didn't realize the Bravos had been released yet. That's they. That, that is a rich red. And look at the crisp white flesh. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Did it taste good? It's like a Snow White apple. It, it is very much like the Snow White apple. It tastes quite good, quite nice. Yeah, very well, fresh. There you go. Look, I'm sorry, uh, Danny. You miss out this time. Mm. But uh, you get the prize. Congrats. The prize is uh, where you're going to send you, Kylie, as the winner. You get two of the apples I've taken a bite out of, and Danny, I'm sorry, you only get one of our partially eaten apples as a prize. So there you go. We'll send those out. They won't go brown. That'll be fine. And uh, thank you very much for joining us here on All Day Breakfast. Thank you. Wait, 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 wait. Kylie, you can't just walk away as a winner here. you got to get a little something-something. Okay, great. Bron's given us the nod. We have permission. <gasps> I reckon it's a crumb bag for oh, you. Congratulations, <laughs> Kylie. Deserving. Oh it, it holds Woo-hoo! at least three bravos in it. You'll be absolutely fine there. Congratulations, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Amazing. I'm stoked. Thanks. And there it goes. It pays to answer random Matt and Alex Insta callouts. <laughs> That's all it takes. Thank you as well, Danny. We really appreciate it, and we'll talk to you both next time. Thanks, Thanks fellas. Guys, like I, love, I love your show. <laughs> When we get to the end of the meet week, Matt O'Kine, we like to rummage through our little mailbag to see what correspondence has been coming in. So thank you very much for getting in touch across the week. What are we looking at today, Matt? Yes, that's right. We always love hearing from you on at matt.n.alex on Instagram. And uh, just like Emily got in touch with us with regards to the alien transmission at Parks Observatory that turned out to be the company's microwave. Emily says, My husband and my neighbour spent hours under our house looking for a leaking pipe because a section of the floorboards felt extremely cold. They found nothing. Next time my neighbour came over for drinks, the same thing happened, but in different areas of the floor. Discovered it was where he put his little esky bag with beers in it. (laughs) (laughs) Got a cold patch here. (laughs) That's rough. But thank you very much, Emily, for letting us know. Holly got in touch as well in regards to we had a chat about Australia's filthiest street names that give you a chuckle when you see the street signs. Um, Holly said, in Inala, Queensland, there is Thrush Street. Drove past it the other day and was horrified. It is in the arse end of Brisbane, I guess. Oh, <laughs> poor Inala. That's where dad goes to get some crabs sometimes. Dara, Inala, that sort of, that sort of spot. Crap! No, he not crap. He gets down to Frost Street to get some crabs. <laughs> no. Oh, he's he's fully crabs loaded down there, mate. From the market. <laughs> oh, right. Whatever. Phoebe says, "When uh, this is on the topic of when did you think someone was talking about you, but they weren't?" Okay, this is when Alex overheard people saying "rat dog." Um, a very strange thing to drop in a casual conversation in a coffee. That's line, right. And Phoebe says, "In my first year of nursing, I walked onto the ward." where I'd been working for a few months and heard one of my co-workers talking to another nurse saying, yeah, Phoebe has put on a lot of weight recently. She turned around and saw that I had walked into the room. Her face fell and she practically yelled, oh my God, my cat is called Phoebe. <laughs> That's either yeah. good timing or a good save. I don't yeah. know which one 
That was one of the two. And Dan got in touch with us as well in regards to uh, Bill splitting dramas, saying that they had a spur of the moment team breakfast at a local cafe with around 15 people involved. Some people got coffee and food. Some people only got coffee. One of the directors had a bright idea to partially pay for the bill, leaving 150 remaining. Each person then got up and paid their $10, even though those who ordered a $4.50 coffee. Oh, that's rough, isn't it? When has a director done that? The director thinks they're doing the right thing, don't they? I'll pay for half of you. So then the people who got the food and the coffee are getting a very good deal, and the people who got the coffee are not. Yeah, stuck oh, with that, that remainder. I reckon that would affect team morale for into the long into the future. Uh, what can you do? Well, look, thank you. Thankfully, you get the whole thing at a discount price of $0, this particular podcast. So thank you for joining us. And you don't even have to split it with anyone. It can be all yours. Although if you're on like a bus trip and you want to put one earbud in your ear and one in the other and be really oh, cute on the plane or crush? something. And both yeah. listen to Matt and Alex all day breakfast and like turn and make eyes at each other. It's like, oh, yeah, I do that too or something like that. You're more than welcome to split the pod. That's all we're or trying to say. Or you can get into some huge relationship-ending argument about whether you need petrol money or not. So that's up to you, but hopefully you use this podcast wisely mm. and uh, we hope you have a great break over the next couple of days. We will be back this Monday for another episode of Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Until then, stay safe. Stay kind, and we'll catch you later. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex. That's it, my new sign-off. <laughs> Stay safe, CK. Stay kind. Wow. Thanks, Daiso.